Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 3 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today and once again this week as we continue with our study of the December the 28th to January the 3rd section of the Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants Section 1, Hearken O Ye People. And today we're going to move into the section which is covering covered in verses 3, 24 to 28 and 31 to 33 of this section titled, If I am humble, the Lord's chastening can help lead me to repent. Now, um, there is some wonderful scriptures attached to this and so I want to get dive straight in. Um, there are two different um, points within this section where it talks about how people's sins are revealed or people's sins and errors would be made known. And in the first instance, in verse three, it sounds like quite a painful um, and sorrowful experience. It says in verse three, and the rebellious shall be pierced with much sorrow for their iniquities shall be spoken upon all the, upon the housetops and their secret acts shall be revealed. Now, first of all, um, there's a very important word, I think, which which outlines which specific people this will happen to. Because I think that this is quite a scary prospect that all the things that we've ever done wrong, our secret acts will be will be fulfilled, will be revealed and spoken upon the housetops. So you imagine getting to the life after this and a person getting up in front of everyone and saying, such and such did this, 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 and this, then they did that, then they did that. And just what an awful experience that would be. Um, but very specifically, it is about the rebellious. Those people will be pierced with much sorrow. So what do we need to do to avoid this? What do we need to do to be able to make it so that uh, these these things do not happen? Well, the answer is in verses 24 to 28 with another group of people. Um, it says, uh, and I'm going to read actually from verse 27 to 28. Um, and inasmuch as they sinned, they might be chastened, that they might repent. And inasmuch as they were humble, they might be made strong and blessed from on high and receive knowledge from time to time. Now, this um, this process seems a lot less painful, a lot less sorrowful. Um, and instead, it's instructive. It is still chastening. It is still um, um, an, an invitation to change and it requires us to change. But uh, it is a much it, it's, it's not as sorrowful. It is more instructive. Um, and this is because they repented um, and Obviously, this is the clear message that the Lord wants us to receive from this section, as well as many other things, is that we need to repent. Um, the day is coming that the Lord will be here. Uh, the The fact that his church has been reestablished on the earth is an, an evidence of this. And we see that from prophecies in the New Testament. Um, and so that is an exciting thing, or it should be exciting if we are seeking to repent, if we're seeking to change. Uh, however, we can do that. Uh, inviting the Lord to be in our lives more and to feel the spirit more. Speaking of feeling of the spirit, um, I think that is something which is important to outline as well. Um, in verses, verse 31, we read, it says, For I, the Lord, cannot look upon sin with the least degree of allowance. Now, we hear this phrase often in the scriptures, and it's one which we come back to very often. Um, Elder Richard G. Scott uh, said this, quote, that, script, that scripture emphasizes that the Lord cannot abide sin, but he will forgive the repentant sinner because of his perfect love. It also teaches that not only, um, sorry, I've lost it, that not only is it important to keep a commandments you have broken, but by obeying all of the commandments, you will obtain additional power and support in the process of repentance, close quote. 
I think this is an important quote, uh, one which outlines something which we sometimes forget in our moments of needing to repent. And all of us have days, well, every day we need to repent. There is something we do each day which we could do better. And that's not to say that we are all awful or that we're horrible or we're not doing very well. It's just a fact of life. We are all natural men, natural men and women. We all make mistakes. You know, that's not a problem as long as we're seeking to try and improve on those mistakes. Um, I like how Richard E. Scott points out that the Lord can't abide sin. And I think sometimes we feel a bit worried about this scripture because, you know, any sin he can't look upon. And that makes us think, oh, he doesn't want to be near us. But that isn't the case. He will forgive us readily if we seek to change and have the power of Christ's atonement in our lives. By obeying all of the commandments, we can obtain additional power and support. Um, and I like that point as well, is that it's not just about the one sin that you've made or the one omission that you've not done in your life that you should have, but it, keeping all the other commandments as well will help you along that process. And we can all do that. You know, we all have certain things we struggle with, but as long as we're seeking to keep all the other commandments, we'll be blessed in our efforts to change and repent. Uh, and that's a really lovely and important point. Um, and the solution is simple. In verse 32, he says, nevertheless, he that repents and does the commandments of the Lord shall be forgiven. So I think, you know, that is what it's all about. It's about faith, repentance, and then renewing our covenants that we made at baptism through the sacraments and then feeding that Holy Ghost. That's what it always comes down to. And that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and we know that the Holy Ghost needs to be with us because in verse 33, it says, and he that repents not from him shall be taken, even the light which he has received. For my spirit shall not always strive with man, save the Lord of hosts. That scripture is a timely reminder that the, the, the spirit will not stay with us if we do not seek to change. But if you look at the opposite of that, if we do feel the spirit, then we know that we're on the right path. Uh, we will not, you know, we're not perfect at that point, but the spirit within us is helping us to be corrected and changed. You know, in Proverbs 3, um, 11 to 12, it says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, and neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. You know, this correction, this, this feeling that we need to change, that this feeling of, you know, I don't know if the word guilt is right, but because we talk about guilt and we talk about shame, we talk about things like that. The feeling that we need to do something different is correction, is chastening by the Lord. And that is a positive thing because he is trying to help us become better. And I think that, as I mentioned before, the feeling that the Spirit is with us, the feeling that he is guiding us or trying to prompt us to change is always a positive one. I always come back to this quote by uh, President Henry B. Eyring, which I've kept saved in my phone for any time I'm feeling a little down on myself. Uh, he said, quote, I cannot promise you a miracle, but I can promise you this. You will feel the influence of the Holy Ghost helping you and you will feel approval. And you will know that for at least those minutes, the power of the Holy Ghost was with you. And you will know that some healing came into your soul for the spirit will not dwell in an, in, in an unclean tabernacle. His influence cleanses. Not only is your feeling the influence of the Holy Ghost a sign that the atonement, the cure for sin is working in your life, but you'll also know that a preventative against sin is working. Close quote. Even if you feel the spirit for just a few minutes in a day that you're struggling, in that moment, you are feeling approval. You are feeling the Lord in your heart and in your life uh, in a very personal way. And that can only happen if we are able to receive that. The, the spirit will not strive with man. 
It has to have come from the Lord himself and he will support and strengthen and bless us. And it's then when we can feel the, the, the supporting strength of his atonement in our lives. And as it says in Ether 12, 27, through those weaknesses, in those difficult times, once we are humbled, we recognize that we need to listen to the Lord and his servants. Uh, we can then receive strength and direction in our lives. Thank you very much for listening today to this study. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please do uh, share it uh, with anyone. You know, this is a very uh, eager, not eager, it's a, it's a very apt time for you to share something like this because, of course, many members of the church will be knowing that it's a new season or a new start for Come Follow Me. And so it'd be great if you could share this with at least one other person or family who may be interested uh, to, to spread our kind of community out. Please do join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study, study Session with Come Follow Me to share your thoughts on what you've been studying. And you can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com for any feedback you want to send me, or even better, if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode via Zoom yourself. Thank you for your time, and until we meet again.